BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis. Go green with solar panels or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Hello? Hello? Hey. What's wrong? What's wrong? Something's wrong. He seems to be all over the place. Ugh. I think that was like a medley of all the um, openings. How are you? Katie, do me a favor. Can you uh, bring in a little music? Oh, why, you ask? Blake Chappelle. Joel K-I-N-N-E-E. Merv. Adam Hayduck. I hope I said your name right. I'm going to do that Mr. Rogers thing when I'm in Pittsburgh. Clint, you're a good man. Say hi to your second grade students. Do they listen to the podcast? And Tess Rose. You can fade that music out. Now, why did I read those names? Well, I don't know if we talked about this before, but I realized why you don't. You get a lot of nice emails and they resonate with you. But why don't I read them on the podcast? I read the negative ones and I figured out why. Because... The negative ones are funny because they make you angry sometimes and they're funny because they're funny. And But if I read the positive ones, it's a little self-fulfilling to read through emails that are complimenting you. So you tend not to read those ones. But I wanted to read through those names because they were uh, amongst others that took the time to send some very kind words by our way at the podcast. And I do read them. I know I say that a lot, but I just want you to know. Because I can imagine it's frustrating when you're into the show and, and then I go off on somebody that isn't. You're like, what's he worrying about? Two, just I, That's why I read them. I get it. And it really helps me. So there you go. What if you're like, all right, I don't mind when you've been with the thing with the bing and the bong and the bing. What? All righty. Well, here's today's show. You know, I could say it's a short show because the first hour... We're sort of talking about more serious stuff. The second hour is lighter. Maybe just listen to the second hour. You know? But uh, it was fun. 
Now, I'm... <laughs> Look, I'm not going to sleep well unless I say this. We get into a religious discussion. This is the last time... You know why I'm saying it? Because sometimes I'll get an email that someone says, Todd, you know there's divisions of the church or divisions of the synagogue or divisions of this group that are not hateful. And I feel like I've said that so many times, but then I have to remember, maybe they're a new listener. Maybe they didn't listen to three shows ago. So I'd rather overstate it. I am very, very aware that there are divisions of those groups that are forward thinkers. The point we make later in the show is that they're not the norm. And that's why those divisions I'm calling it divisions, but you know what I mean. You go to a church that preaches nothing but love and acceptance for every planet on this. You know, um, not love will change you. Love, we love you the way you are, as long as you're not hurting another human being. That's why I hold those groups in such revere. But I, 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 I can't be any more ironclad to say I know they exist. I've read letters from those groups. So, I mean, I think I say it pretty clear in the show, but I'd rather over-preface it because it must be frustrating if you go to one of those churches or synagogues or what, what, whatever you may have, and you're a part of that group, and to not know, to think that I'm not acknowledging it. I, I understand that, and I get it. But you should know uh, you're, you're, you are the minority, and that's why you're, you're, that's why I, you know, I hold, you know, you know what I'm saying. Okay, am I going to redo this opening? No. No, 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 no. So uh, enjoy the show, and um, that's it. I get a little tongue-tied. I say some words wrong, but now when I say them, you'll be like, oh, my God, that's the word he must have been talking about. But as I always say, my heart's in the right place, and uh, there you go. We had fun. Like I said, the first hour, we more t- we talk about a lot of serious stuff. The second hour, <laughs> we just had a lot of fun. A lot of, uh, very silly. All right, everybody. Bye. Now entering Nerdist.com. This is what they call in the business a cold opening. With a pause. Who is it? Who is it? It's me, Dave, man. Open up. I got the stuff. Who? It's Dave, man. Open up. I think the cops saw me come in here. Who is it? It's it's Dave, man. Will you open up? I got the stuff with me. Who? Dave, man. Open up. Dave? Yeah, Dave. Come on, man. Open up. I think the cops saw me. Dave's not here. (laughs) No, man. I'm Dave, man. Hey, come on, man. Who is it? It's Dave, man. Will you open up? I got the stuff with Who? me. Dave, man, open up. Dave? Yeah, Dave. Dave's not here. No, man. I am Dave, man. Will you? Come on. Open up the door, will you? I got the stuff with me. I think the cops saw Who me. Who is it? Oh, what the hell is it? Go, man. Open up the door. It's Dave. Who? Dave. D-A-V-E. Will you open up the goddamn Dave? door? Yeah, Dave. Dave? Right, man. Dave. Now, will you open up the door? Dave's not here. (laughs) 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 A very funny guy, Todd Glass. That's right. If you fuck 
can call me back this time. Why you got a curse on this show? Mom, I don't appreciate that. Launches August 12th. Todd. Hey, it's Zach. El Listen, man, I really want to come on the podcast. In, our, in, in honor of Jared 1987, mm-hmm. we're not going to interrupt the opening thing. we <laughs> to show a little respect. I've got stuff to promote. Comedy Central presents Todd Glass. But you can't Todd stop me. Brian Regan. Again. Brian Regan. That's a funny motherfucker that guy. I'll tell you that much right now. I don't know. Let me know that. That's you Brian Regan with that, a G. That's the way you work. From the beautiful La Cienega Strip. What is going on? High atop Black Horse Motors. It's the Todd Glass Show. Keep that music playing. Oh, yes. Well, first of all, hello, everybody. We can fade that out, but not yet for the next thing, but I'll tell you when. Hello, Steve Fine Arts is here. Irk is here. Daniel's here. Is Katie here? Katie's here, and uh, and this young man sitting next to me, Chris Burden, um, and uh, oh no 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 put put uh, no 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 <laughs> I I cannot believe it it just doesn't Daniel Why? has the mic P- please put the mic back in the stand why can't I hold it in my hand because it's because uh, I wouldn't have known you had it in your hand unless I heard please. What, what, what made you think that you would do it different today? I, I don't know. Because you want to sit back? Yeah. I'm oh. Relax. What am I creating here? I'm creating a horrible atmosphere for everybody. <laughs> I, what, what's, oh, okay, good. I like that. Hi, Daniel. What's up, buddy? You look good. You look like your face has got a lot of color in it. Oh, thank you. It could be it's the mostly red. Mostly cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so listen. Remember how I always tell everyone to slow down? I, I'm battling it. Mm-hmm. I'm battling it every day. I've been. I was rushing around today, going stop. And I thought about something. I don't defy that yoga and all that stuff. I get it. Just <sighs> if, if that's all it is, just mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And I know it's stretching, but you know what I mean. Meditation, just <sighs> Xanax if, does the same thing. But if all you can do is just relax when you take in. Like today, I was walking from the car wash. I leave my car at the car wash, and then I then I go to the gym. They they know I'll be like two hours. Mm-hmm. They don't care. And uh, I was I was rushing. I went into the drugstore on the way. I had to get something, and I went stop. And I and I talked about this before on the show. But like just stop. It's it's a real battle, but I am trying to do it. I'm not the worst in the world. I just want to be better. I mean, I guess this says everything. When you
show has hours to go. show is like yoga and Eric call the police Not a sound in the room. What could be more appropriate? That's right, everybody! It's the Todd Glass Show! (laughs) That was mean. All (laughs) righty. So, we're just the family today, uh, which is always fun. Steve Steve Fine Arts, I consider you part of the family. Um... I uh, was in back in Pennsylvania. Had a good time. I um, uh, PJ Ryan's. I did PJ Ryan's, and I did MMR. And I uh, Donnie. I want to give you a little shout out over at MMR. I hear you, Donnie. Donnie, baby. Uh, Donnie is a very nice uh, young lady or a woman that works at the Preston and Steve show. She's a real sweetheart. And then, uh, yeah, really, a, <laughs> quite a va 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 voom, as they say. Um, <laughs> I, I was home and I had a great time at PJ Ryan's. Everybody was very nice, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll get to some other stuff in a second about that. Um, and I took my cousin, my my nephew Sammy, my nephew and my niece Katie to Target. I realized, you know, they love you to death. Your your nieces How and your old nephews. Are they? Four and six, mm-hmm. four and seven. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I I, I don't know like because you know I I I love I love them and I adore them but with my brother Spencer with his kids I did a little more with them now it's not too late I just went I don't want to wait till it's too late I went I need to go over even if I take them out for an hour just me and them not just mm-hmm. seeing them at the house and I did it I said I was going to do it and I did it and um, I asked my brother I go like Sammy doesn't shit in his pants anymore does he he goes no I go all right I don't know what to do you know if he shits in his pants and we're out I would I, I, I tell you what I would rush home mm-hmm. I would rush home. So, um, but they were great, and they were so good, and they were so well behaved. And but I was scared shitless that I was going to lose them, justifiably, justifiably, because I said, if their mother loses them, it's still god awful. Don't get me wrong, but she's not lost them thousands of times. Mm-hmm. Me, it would be like the story First would. Time. Yeah, Todd took the kids. Yeah, no, Sammy's gone. Would they forgive me? So I had my eye on them like a hawk, and I understand leashes. <laughs> I understand leashes. You know, they've tried to make the leash. I remember the first time I saw Comedically, you understand leash. You don't really. I get them. I don't get people that don't get them. I was a leash kid. 
I don't get people wait, that don't. Wait, wait, Hold you, on. Let me, let yeah. me explain oh, before absolutely. we get on it. Let me, let, me, let, me go, let me explain it, and then you mm-hmm. tell me if you would dis- okay. agree or disagree. Just the first question, do you, when you see a kid, look, you're calling it a leash, and I get it. The first time I saw a kid on a leash about maybe even 13, a little longer years ago, I did think it looked a little cold. <laughs> Obviously, we're used to seeing dogs on leashes. But then I did lose my nephew, Tyler, years ago for 30 seconds at a, at a paint store. And let me tell you something. You fucking go into a panic. Mm-hmm. And I think all you have to do is lose your kid for a minute or two minutes. And now they know how to make the leashes look a little gentler. Like they have this thing. No, seriously, where it goes on the kid's back and it looks like a teddy bear. And the teddy bear straps around the mm-hmm. back. And then it's the tail. And I don't get... I don't get somebody – I get the joke. I get if someone goes, God, that looks like a dog. But I don't get someone that goes, oh, that's ridiculous. Really? I don't think anyone that, that – you have to love your kid to go, no, no, no. We lost him once. I don't know. I just don't think it's a cold thing. It's almost so nah, – I don't want to go off on it. So you, do, so do, you feel differently, Daniel? Yeah. Don't you think that you – I don't know if this is true. I'm asking a question. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's important. To me, it seems like maybe you failed or you didn't properly, you know, explain to him prior to that point how important it is to stay near you or or you're not paying enough attention. Then you have to put him on a leash. Daniel. That's so okay. That 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 that, that seems to me su- such an easy fix. This is this is this is one of those things where Yes, I'd be li- I don't want to lie to you. I'm pretty sure I'm right. I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm I pretty sure I'm right, and I'm pretty sure if you ask parents. Well, oh, by the way, can I interject? We have a I leash was on kid. a leash because I was uh, like not all the time, but I was hyperactive, and I would just run away. I would see something and just be like, "Oh, I want that," and I would just take off. Yeah, the thing so is, you had a leash. Your parents yeah. say, you yeah, yeah, yeah. The leash. thing is, then not it's like, not for like all the time or a long time, but for a bit like there. High yeah. school. Yeah, just just high school. <laughs> there are par- I graduated. There are parents, obviously, that would agree with you. That's that's not the thing. My my point isn't to go. Oh, you're absurd because no one else would agree with you. I'm sure there would be people that would that are listening right now. They're going. I got to agree with Daniel. I get it. But let me tell you something. I don't get it. Is I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's just an opinion. There's no right or wrong here. But it really. For a word that I stole from Ove Homer in Philadelphia, boggles my mind. And and the only thing I could say is, have you, and I think it's fair, like we said, remember when we said, why are you leading? Like when people, mm-hmm. why are what you know, maybe you've had to lose a child for a 30 seconds or a minute to then get it. Mm-hmm. To then get it. And, and, and it just seems like, and again, I don't want to, when you said like, well, you just tell your kid this, you, you know, no, you have kids. I was panicking. I was like, and I only had to, I can't, you can't operate. Did, didn't with, you lose him for like a minute? I lost, let me tell you something. With Tyler, it was 30 seconds years ago at the MAP, at the MAB paint store, 30 seconds. With uh, Sammy, five seconds. It happened once. He was right behind me, five seconds. I'm like, Sammy, Sammy, and you panic. And then he was right behind me. He goes, you told me to follow you. And I'm like, oh, my God. So let alone a minute or two minutes or three minutes, you can operate on the intensity that I operated on with those kids because I knew I'd have them for a half an hour. You can operate on that type of intensity day in and day out. So what the leash does, it, it – um, it lets the kid, you know, walk over three feet and touch something and, and then sit down. And But you have him, you know, he can't go too far from you, but it gives him a little wiggle room to, 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 to do some things and, and not being nervous. Why does it seem barbaric to me? Why does it well, seem because prim- of- pr- not barbaric, primitive? It seems very primitive to go, oh... I'll put him on a leash. It's a physical restraint. Well, because I think you're along with it. You're putting you, – you, 
to come to that assumption, you have to like go, what goes with it? I, I mean, I don't, th- I think there's, you know, obviously there are p- kids that have their parents on leashes that are bad parents. Yes, of course. The, the leash doesn't signify, it's like, you know, it's, it's like the, it's, you know, it, that doesn't signify whether it's a good parent or a bad parent. But what I'm saying, it certainly doesn't make someone a bad parent. Let me ask you, what would you do? And remember I, I, what I, I said. I would put a collar on him with my, with yeah. my home number. Okay, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> put um, a bell on him. You can but, hear him when they walk away. But what would you do, Daniel? <laughs> Daniel, what would you do? And then I want to move on, as as, uh, they say on The View. (laughs) Yeah, what would I do? What What would you do if you... um, uh, By the way, it's not about does it look... uh, We'll go with barbaric. It's not about, like, I have to sit here and go, what? I get it. Yes, it does. That's not the question. Mm -hmm. The question is, is it necessary? What would you do if you were a parent? Mm -hmm. By the way, if there's a parent out there right now that lost their kid for a minute, two minutes, three minutes, they're like, Todd fucking... Gets this? You could, you could be right. But yes. what would you do? I think it's because it, you know, a lot of times, like you just go back and forth. And but this is a pretty light. It's not like a religious discussion. Mm-hmm. But I always forget to do this. So you have a child, mm-hmm. and this is this is not a crazy scenario. Two times in a month, you didn't want the leash either. You go, oh, it just looks. And keep in mind, it, it, you might. I don't what made anybody laugh before, but over the years, because they look barbaric or a little bit cold or whatever you want to say, they have tried to make them look a little more gentle. Like I said, there's one I saw <laughs> with a with a. Um, it's like a teddy bear, and, and it, it goes on the kid like a backpack, and it's just, you know, it doesn't look like it's not a collar around his mm-hmm. neck. You lose your kid twice. Mm-hmm. What do you do when you don't do that, and you still fight it, and then you lose him a third time? As, as, a, as a young person who's never had kids, and I don't have any experience in that, here's my thought. I would go, okay, well, clearly I can't take you outside because you don't follow the rules we've set up where you have to stand oh, near me. God. You don't you don't get to go. Like your brother with a TV. You have to own up to no, your Daniel, work. No, Daniel, you're talking about a 3-year-old child and what they're what they're can, what they can understand and what they can take in. By the way, the oh, they don't th- comprehend responsibility for their own actions or yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, like, and by the way, the thing that frustrates... I get my kid neutered. Hey, at that point. The thing that frustrates me about this conversation the most is, like, when there's an uh, an angst in my voice or a, oh, you're wrong in my voice, you know, and it's like, hey, we're too... I probably am. I'm not... No, no, but but I shouldn't... I should take that tone out of my voice, but it's hard not to when I feel like... And again, there's people going, well, you agree with Daniel, but... I think the question is again, and then and then we will really move on. You have that happen. You mm-hmm. lose your kid twice, once, uh, whatever the time is, once for three minutes, one for six minutes at the Target or at the mall. You find your kid once. First time it's thirty seconds. The ten, second time it's two minutes. You know, mm-hmm. and then wh- what is your you just? Oh, you said you just wouldn't take your child out anymore. But I th- I don't think that works for you. Haven't probably right. Yeah, you're probably right. Anyway, so um, uh, I was. But doesn't um, it like look? I get it. And I'm sure when I have kids, I'll have a different point of view. But right now, from single guys who don't have kids, don't you kind of judge the parents when you see them walking through the airport and the child's on a leash? And who who are you asking? You. Well, are you really asking well, me? you're not. You're not. You don't. You <laughs> no, don't, I think that I, first thing I, I think. I always go like, I, for some reason, my but default. Can't you, but can't you re now with this coming into your yes, mind? Yes. Now with this conversation, I would probably look at it differently. You know, here's the problem with me. With, with If I wasn't here, let's say tomorrow you're somewhere else and the same conversation comes up. And then somebody says to you, they echo your feelings. And you go, thank you. You know, I love talking last to death, but no, we talked you, about it. I think, like, it's one of those things, like, you know, just because I lost a child doesn't mean that the leash is right. Because there could be experts out there that go, no, you, that's not the answer. I'd say divert, like I say to everything else. 
divert to a child psychologist who understands it. Are there ra- because here's the question. Unless there's any negative ramifications of that uh, child being – I wish we could give it another name, and we, there probably will be another name. Unless there's negative ramifications, if there are any – you know, and again, I know when I say experts, experts, and I'm always afraid someone will go, oh, I don't know if we're the expert. No. Just like a car, you, you ask an expert. They're not God, but they can certainly – with some, with some information mm-hmm. that they know, send you in the right direction. If there are no ramifications of negativity, that means what? There's only positivity, that your child is not going to get stolen. So unless there's negative, to me, before to make an opinion, now you're right, I'm going on that there isn't a negative. But you know what we should do? Let's find that out. Let's, let's, can we write that down? We'll do some research and find out if, if there are any therapists. goes, well, but I'm going to bet you that there aren't any negatives. There aren't any negatives at all. So anyway, here here's a pen, Eric. Um, and then anyway, so that uh, oh, I kept okay. I kept calling her. Uh, uh, I kept calling her uh, Katie. Her name's Aaron. I felt so bad. She's so cute. And I go, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. She goes, I understand. And I go, how about if I call you Katie Aaron? Like I don't know. That was my idea. Like so, I would because I felt like I was going to hurt her feelings. She goes, that's okay. I'm like, oh, it's not okay. It was my it was my idea. You know. Just like you. So there's that. Hey, by the way, um, <laughs> that's okay. Like, I was trying to, I wasn't hoping you'd be that smart. Um, no, I prefer my name. <laughs> um, but they both, it was so much fun because I let them both, we went into Target, they like went up to something, and you know, I'm their uncle. So they go, Can I get that? I'm like, Yep. <laughs> and then Katie got like three books. I go, You can get more, you know, because I knew what was the most they were going to spend. Yeah. And then there was this big electronic car for like 180 bucks. I'm like, Oh, I want to get it for them so bad. Mm-hmm. I went home. I told my brother, I almost bought it for me. He goes, Go look in the garage. They haven't touched it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, Sammy and, uh, and Aaron, you guys, uh, hi. They listen to the podcast. <laughs> Play this for them because they really like that. They, they always tell me. They chase each other around the living room with a leash and a choker. Get over here, you son of a bitch! Right. <laughs> By the way, my hour special is available available on Netflix. Now, mm-hmm. I don't do this that often. Well, yeah, I do it, and you've always been very nice. Uh, if you go give it a good review, it's very important over there. Am I right, uh, Steve? Absolutely. It really, folks. I'm, I don't want to say begging you, but like when I needed the thing with the tweeting to um, Kia, Kia, you guys were very generous with it. I'm asking you to go over there and give it a good review. Obviously, if you liked it, if you didn't like it, but some people might like it. But I get it. It's like, oh, you got to go over and review it. It, it, it. Please go over there and give that a good review. And it's review. on instant watch too. You should Wh- say. What does that mean? That means like you don't. It's not a disc. You can just watch it instantly. Oh yes, on Netflix you can mm-hmm. just watch it online. Yeah, I, yeah. I like it. Do we really have a caller? Show. That was great. Okay. Um, Doug Stanhope, that was a lot of fun. Somebody uh, asked why we kept playing this music for Doug. A really nice tweeter. And they, it, it reminded me of what happens on the show sometimes. And if you're ever wondering, you email me, I promise I'll be honest with you. Because I used to watch The Tonight Show sometimes and think, oh, they're mad at each other. You'd read into it. Sometimes you're right. You know, someone that works on The Tonight Show or The Letterman Show, you, you know, you, you, you text them or you email them and they go, no, 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 those guys have been friends for years. You just, you misread it. And I think that happens on this show. Some people, some people thought we were doing it because just writing Doug off. I'm like, no, I, I love Doug. It was right. just made us both smile every time we heard it. So if there is ever a moment on the show, you maybe you think, am I reading into that or is that going on? You can email mm-hmm. me and I'll tell you. I think it's safe to say that at this point, 
no one ever comes on the show that you don't want to or crave their company. You yeah, that's true. Necessarily, we don't have guests, you know, every show, and when we do, it's because we really want to hang out with them. Yeah, I think that's a good point. That's so, a good point. You know what? Don't it's not e- a guest-driven show. Don't email me. Um, <laughs> Sean Cunningham, what are you doing at your job that it's so monotonous? Seriously, Sean, what are you doing? Why is it so monotonous? Come on. Make it unmonotonous. You know what you should do? And I'm not even joking around. You know, I swear to God, you should get there. Sometimes you can put music on. It makes your day go a little bit easier. That could be good. I guess that would help. Who sent that in? Who? Marky B. Mikey B or Marky B? Mikey B. Mikey B. All right, here we go. We're going. We're going. I feel good right now. Um... Hold on, let me move these over here, and then put that over there, and then we're gonna we're gonna go. We're gonna. It's all good. Andrew Pauly, I think I'm creating a monster. Uh, <laughs> Andrew sends videos, and they make me laugh. But I, but I, but you gotta, you gotta take, you gotta give me a month or so, okay? And don't get upset. I don't want to upset people. I don't, I'm not good at ups. The, the videos do make me laugh. It's just that you know. Um, I'm gonna edit that out. That's my new thing. I'm gonna edit that out. Uh, Neil. Neil, what's his last name? Uh, Neil and his brother Tim. Oh, Tim! Tim! Ah, Tim! It's Tim! Neil's brother Tim. Yeah, yeah. They listen. Oh my God, he's freaking out. Oh, that's Tim. I remember Tim. Timmy, baby. Tim. 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 There you go. I used to buy coke from him in high school. We used to buy a Coke from him in high school. Um, where's that thing that Matthew sent in? We used to buy Coke from him in high school. We'll be all right. You have it? What is this? Hey, it's Matthew. So this is the intro to the stupid little jingle. <laughs> all right. Okay, here it goes. Me talk glass, me play joke. Hey, you pee pee in my coke? (laughs) (laughs) You pee pee in my coke? I always think of John Mulaney doing that. Okay, so uh, there's that. Andrew Pauly, there you go. Neil, Neil, your brother. Neil and his brother listen to the show. I think that's great. You know, that's what I do. I bring people together. Where do they live? They live um, uh, uh, near the thing. (laughs) They make leashes for children. Uh, Donnie, I said hi to you. The storm. Uh, I live in Reno, Nevada. Reno, Nevada? Yeah. How do you? What, did I say it wrong? I think it's pronounced Reno. Oh, Reno. <laughs> oh, my God. Isn't it funny when somebody mispronounces something? Am I in a safe zone? Don't do that. It was a funny joke what he said. It is. And, Eric, you're funny, too. And you let me call you Irk, so... Just, I didn't graduate high school, and I guess I just let my guard down. <laughs> Eric, t- c- c- can you tell the cop story that you told me? This was really funny. He goes, his friend of his got arrested by a cop no, named... Boise Police Department, Officer yeah. Handcuff. Pull that, yeah. pull and, that mic and your friend all the way said, to the edge. Isn't no. that ironic? Tell the whole thing. Oh, yeah, hold friends... On, on. Now, you move back a little. Yeah, there so you go. Move back a little bit. Okay, go ahead. Uh, the Boise Police Department has Oh, my God, talk into the microphone. ...named oh, Officer Handcuff. Leave him alone. Okay, forget it. Fuck no, this story. Hey. No, 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 no. Well, it wasn't you. It was the microphone. Or my right, no, no, you're perfect. Uh, officer handcuffed. This friend of mine said got arrested by him. And he says, isn't that ironic? And I said, 
No, that's appropriate. Ironic as if Officer Gofrey arrested you. <laughs> was, was his name really Officer Handcuffs? Handcuffs, that's his name. That's fucking crazy. That's great. I would change my name. But anyway, um, Modern Comedian, uh, YouTube that. It's Scott Moran's thing. Scott Moran. And then PBS Digital just picked it up. Really? Mm-hmm. Scott's doing some great, you know, they're, they're like... They're like little. It's I always thought about it as like things you didn't know about a comedian, and then he does like a little short on it. It's called Modern Comedian. The storm. Uh, as I was leaving Philadelphia, I felt a little bad. I have to pee. Um, well, <laughs> while I was leaving Philadelphia, I I got to the airport. It was like a ghost town, and um, I. That's the show we're turning into. Well, that's the show we became. Um, hold on one second. So uh, I get to the airport, and I, and I move my flight earlier, and everyone's so scared. I feel bad like I'm escaping. Mm-hmm. Like I did. I moved my flight up to Sunday because I didn't want to get stuck at the airport. And when mm-hmm. I got on my flight, she goes, all the flights are canceled after this. You're getting on the last flight out of here. Mm-hmm. I felt a little guilty like I'm leaving my family. To and Then my mom calls me. She's like, uh, I swear, she goes, Todd, do you? I'm doing a mom voice, but that's not how my mom talks. Do you think it's, uh, I should take some money out of the bank and buy a generator? I'm like, Mom, if the, I don't know if you're, I think if you can use the generator, you can, you'll, like, I don't know what she pictured, like the whole house blows away, but she's got a griddle going, like with the generator, I don't <laughs> but uh, they're fine, they're fine now, and, uh, but I did just get out of there, felt good to get up in that sky and just whew, take off, so. Oh, but, yeah, there's a bunch of flights canceled now. Right, but there's people dealing with it, people that are listening right now are, have, are be dealing with it right now. I like when Mitt Romney goes, I know what it's like to go through something like that so our hearts go out. Come on, please. You don't know what it's like. Um, So there's that, the storm. I want to bring back Sniglets. Now, if you don't know what Sniglets are, I want you to go look it up. It's a thing that Rich Hall started in the late 80s, and it was he gave a word for something. Like, and I don't remember the words, but it was like, like you know when you open a mail, when you used to open a mailbox, and I'm like, God, when's the last time? I, I can't even remember the last time I opened a mailbox, but I do remember doing this, and once in a blue moon when I'll throw something in the mailbox, and then you open it, and then you walk away, and then you step back maybe, and you relook to see it went down. Mm-hmm. You know, or do you ever pull into the mall, and then they would give a name for it called, you know, uh, you know, whatever it was. They would give it a name. Like, do you ever pull into the mall and you go to pull into your spot and there's nobody on the other side, so you keep pulling straight through. So then when mm-hmm. you come out of the mall, you can just start your car and pull out. Mm-hmm. You'd give that a name. So And go look what Snigglets are. YouTube them. And then maybe people can send us in. Like, I don't know why. I just think it's funny to see if we get some cool ones. So we're going we're gonna to bring back Snigglets, everybody. That's right. Rich Hall, very funny comedian, started them. And they used to play them. There was a show that they did Snigglets on. But YouTube Snigglets, and you'll see the gist of them. And then they would give them a fake name. All right, there's that. Um, should I do that thing about the guy that tweeted me on the plane? He wrote, Todd Glass. Yeah. What, are, we at, are we recording now? Yeah. No, no. Wait, wait one second. Come or on, you'll come you in. Do you want to do it now? Should Let's I? Let's talk about that. Okay, you know but, what I'm talking but, about? But, yeah. But okay. keep it tight. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Are we recording? Yeah. So people heard? Do you want me to keep it tight? <laughs> well, I don't people, care. People heard Chris tell Todd to keep it tight. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, no, no, and, then, and then he goes, I'm being serious. I'm being serious. Like, I can keep let, it tight. Let's, let's make no mistakes about it. <laughs> All right, I'll keep it tight. I mean, I could laugh or get hurt. Uh, Anywho, put you on a leash. Um, well, I was sitting on the... I, here's the thing. The, the, by the way, hold on. Uh, yeah, her name is Shelly what? 
Shelly, you know who you are. I love, I love another quote from Mr. Rogers. One of the greatest gifts you can give anyone is the gift of your honest self. Now, don't let that go in one ear and what at the other. You give them the gift. It's the gift of your honest self to somebody else. So there you go. I like that. Did you know they have full episodes of Mr. Rogers on YouTube? Are you serious? Yeah, the other day I was looking um, up clips, and I ended up watching like five episodes of Mr. Rogers at like three in the morning. I don't know if I could watch a full episode. I, I, I like what it he stands great. for, but it might be a little, little, little much. You know, now there's a full-grown adult. <laughs> <laughs> a little too, you know. But, he, but the patience that a child needs is just, yeah. you know. Um, so... I'm getting on the plane, and uh, you know, I almost didn't want to bring this up because you know one of the things I no, said. It's a great story. Well, Preston and Steve, to me, it was the example of how much after I came out on the Mark Marin show that I wanted it to go. The first time we talked about it for 20 minutes, the next time we didn't talk about it at all, and the third time there was something in the news and we talked about it for six minutes and moved on. And I was like, then I felt like that's exactly how I wanted it to go. You know, I didn't want to go never talk about it. I wanted, as it came up, to, to and I guess that's my paranoia sometimes, but this did happen, and, you know, uh, it's, I'm, I'm telling you the truth. I'm, I, I look at a tweet and uh, that comes in. Set the scene. You're at the airport. I'm at the airport. Flying to Philly. You're at LAX. Yes. You're, you're going through. No, I'm in Philadelphia. You're in Philadelphia at the airport, and you're looking through your tweets. Yeah, on the plane, uh-huh. sitting, sitting, sitting on the plane. Uh-huh. And, I get, and I see a tweet that says, what is it exactly? It says, oh, thank you for pulling that up, uh, Chris. Nathan Porch. Is, is that his name, Nathan Porch? Yeah. Now, by the way, let me read it first. I learned uh, uh, Louis C.K. said, try to preface after you let people know what you're prefacing about. <laughs> he, t- he told me it so affectionately after one of my shows. He goes, Todd, I knew where you were going, but the whole crowd. So anyway, here we go. Um, just saw Todd Glass at the airport. Fag. Just kidding. He kills. Now, there's no doubt. Let's just get, I, I love this. It's called just keep it clean. Mm-hmm. Keep it clean. I'm sure he was trying to be funny. Yes. I'm sure he's not an evil person. But, you know, I thought out of all the adjectives to explain me, if he, he kills, that why that would even get in, you know, to me it would be like referencing Martin Luther King. Anything to do with, like, uh, his ugly shirt that he used to wear. Mm-hmm. Really? That's what, that's what, you know. Or, or the N-word. Well, of course Just that. kidding. He's inspiring. <laughs> well. <laughs> right, right. So it's like, and then I read through his tweets because Sarah Silverman told me, if you want to understand who somebody is, read through some of their tweets. Now, we all know in the perfect world it shouldn't bother you, but sometimes, eh, you know, we, we, we're, mm-hmm. we have the part of us that gets it and is analytical about it and can dismiss it and isn't that the larger, more spiritual person, but sometimes you can't. She goes, read their tweets. And he read, he goes, didn't, um, what was the other one that said? It says, um, gay marriage gained mainstream acceptance in what, the last three to five years? I don't agree, so that makes me a homo- uh, makes me a homophobe. So the first thing you have to do with somebody like that, here's the way I'm thinking, because I read this, and then I found out who, you know, okay, well, he, he uses that word. I don't know how ironic I can believe it is when he also doesn't believe. So the question is, can't you be against gay people getting married but not be a homophobe? I think the only way to answer that is to ask yourself some questions, not me sit here and go, ah, bah, bah, yeah, that means, that means, that means, that means. Who give a fuck? You've got to ask yourself some questions. Go back in time. I'm going to give a few. You pick one. Can you be against women voting? Does that make me a sexist? Now, by the way, if your answer to that is no, 
I think you can be against women voting, and it doesn't make you a sexist. Then yes, then I would imagine the same thing applies to this. You can be against gay marriage and not be a homophobe. Uh, can you be against, uh, I'm a, I was against, you know, black kids going to white schools. Does that make me racist? It depends what your answer is to the things in the past that we were dealing with. Or against interracial marriage, which was can, illegal. Can you be against interracial and you know what it's love? I, say it. Now, by the way, I'm not putting words in your mouth. If you, if, if, the, if you ask yourself that question in the privacy of your own home and you go, picture it was back in the day when someone goes, and I'm sure there were people saying this. Oh, man, just because I don't want my daughter marrying a black guy, all of a sudden now I'm a racist. Now, what's that answer to you? What's Nathan? Does that can are you would you defend that guy? Would you go? No, I don't want my daughter marrying a black guy. That doesn't make me a racist. So you have to ask yourself that question. I don't. I don't know. What's the rest of that story? Then he gets on the airplane and he goes, "Hey, how you doing?" Todd Glass. Pretty sure it's him, Todd Glass. And I'm like, oh, "You want to be my friend?" Like. What do you, and I'm 90% sure it was him. If he ever hears this and goes, I didn't get on that plane, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I looked up, I'm like, that's that motherfucker that just... So to me, what was more interesting was when I reread his comment that he, he, he you know, he's thinking, do you mean to tell me I can't be against gay people getting married? And that makes me a homophobe? I don't know. You have to do some research and ask yourself some questions and then, you know. But anyway, so there we go. Was that short enough? Yeah. There you go. Um... Hold on. Mm. Now, um, but somebody sent me in something, and their name is, uh, they said, Carlin did complain. I said, whenever there's a comedian that has something to say, they never complain about PC. They said, Carlin did complain about PC. Well, first thing I thought was, first of all, that expression, piddly correctness, you know, when it's, when, it's, mm. when, it's un, when it's unfair, when someone's trying to say something brilliant and good, I would imagine Carlin wasn't complaining if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But send me in the footage. Send me in the footage. I don't imagine. What, what's, what's going on over here? No, there's something. You guys are you're laughing? No? Um, I wouldn't imagine that Carlin uh, was complaining about, he was probably trying to say something relevant and social and couldn't say it. Like when you're going to a college, uh, don't talk about that, even though. I wouldn't imagine that Carlin was get, complaining that he couldn't say fag or Right. Retarded. We're not saying that you can't make fun of political correctness. You absolutely could make fun of political correctness. There's been but time. Are right. you defending what? Are you defending your right to say faggot and, and, and retard? Then no, you can't complain about political correctness. Right. Yeah, that's not – yeah, there, there's I, – I, you, you said it, yeah. yeah. The, I'm not defying that there are times when you're somewhere and people are being – you have something brilliant and good to say, and then you know someone wants to alter what you're saying when it's in the name of making this world a better place or clarifying something or doing and, – and then there's someone that says you can't say it. But I don't think Carlin – and if I'm wrong, like I said, send it in. Mm -hmm. I don't think Carlin ever used the word fag or retarded as an adjective – and we said this before. If you really, just as a wordsmith, you should, you know, well, we've talked about this, mm -hmm. you know. Anyway, um, so there you go. There's that. Um, somebody said they stopped listening to the show. And by the way, remember I said I was never going to get into the predicament with, like, with Paul F. Tompkins where I just keep putting these things off and putting them off. I don't want to. That's the way the show is now. Sometimes, like, a half an hour up front, we, write, we get through this stuff. And then, you know, obviously we take a break and we get a little silly and then the show takes its path. I don't want to get into that, what I got to before, because... I just want to, as these things come in, I want to talk about them. And then, you know how the show progresses. And then 20 minutes later, we're, you know, we're having a, we're, we're, we're more silly. Um, 
he said, uh, Todd, I really enjoyed the show. Um, what, did, what did it say? What does it say? I stopped listening to your show because of the constant attacking. Go ahead, read it. Okay. Read it. I stopped listening to your show because of your constant attacking of conservatives, and it sucks because you're hilarious. By the way, I don't even know what that means because I don't know. Like, every time I want to talk about even, you know. You don't. Here's. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make fun I of I don't this know guy. what a conservative yes. is. You have no idea what a conservative Republican liberal is. And I'm. This is honest. You know, you I have to ask every I time. I know you don't. So, what, what this person got tired of is of you making fun of bullshit that he believes in. Or people he knows, so he took it as a, oh, you're making fun of conservatives. No, you're not. You're making fun of people who, who believe in dumb, uneducated shit. Right. And he thinks, well, I'm a conservative because I right. know I never use that word because you, you – well, you probably said it you know, better than I could say it, Daniel. But you know, you know me. I'll try to say it and, and make it less better than you could say it. <laughs> but um, yeah, because every time we even talk about uh, – pe- like, you know there's some people that they are Democrats or Republican and they go, I'm not even either. But they are. I get that. I'm not. You're not. Every I time that. I have to go, wait, who are the Democrats? Are they – so it's like – so if you got tired, uh, you know, you, I guess you – know, I, look, I, then you don't listen to the show. You know, you don't listen to the show. That sucks because I don't say you that. Obviously, missed the point. No one's making fun of conservatives. We're making fun of people's opinions based just solely on their opinions. We're not making fun of their entire platform. No, I don't care what somebody's platform is. Yes. I'm an issue person. I just talk about issues. Yeah, I'm talking about issues. So, um, here's something that I think is um, uh, again. This I love talking about this stuff. By the way, thanks for the uh, Wawa gift card, Michael Cooper. That was very nice of you. See the way I throw that in there. <laughs> um, this is going to probably get a little bit passionate for me because it, you know, it. it, it that's why I want to do this last, and then we'll uh, we'll take a break. But so we got that. Uh, what? No. Oh. oh, no. Go ahead. No, I was just. Um, I think we could do this. Hold on one second. Um. I don't understand people that vote against their moral beliefs. I don't understand. What do you mean by that? Well, like somebody that says like – and I'm not going to say who it is because it's a friend of the show. When when you have a – like if you vote for Mitt Romney Mm -hmm. and you are against – this is sort of echoing what I've talked about in the past just from another angle. If you vote for Mitt Romney and let's say you are against – not only against gay marriage, but Mitt Romney – thinks that kids should go to get help if they're if they're gay go bring your kid to therapy Mm -hmm. that's another level so i don't get it if you if you agree with that and then you think he can also answer our economical problems and you happen to agree with them socially that doesn't make me go oh but if you're going i because these people that i'm talking about right now they don't agree with his a lot of his social beliefs Mm mm-hmm and I don't understand how you can vote against your social beliefs. I don't get it. I don't get that. And they go, well, you have to take your time. You know, it, it takes time. If, if, let me tell you something. You know how I go, I don't want to lose listeners, and there's certain things like they think I'm funny. If you can't agree that putting someone in an office that thinks you should bring a child that's gay to a therapist, if we can't agree that that is the same torture to bring a child that is straight and try to make him be gay. Mm-hmm. Now, I know I get I'm not worried about the people who go, oh, that's a horrible comparison. If you don't think that is a crystal clear comparison and you listen to this show, I wish you fucking wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I wish you fucking wouldn't. Now, someone could go, well, Todd, that's not going to help people change. Mm-hmm. 
You have to be gentle. You have to be kind. If you have that thought, I don't think I'm right. If you're not listening to that, because there are people with their headsets on right now going, same fucking thing. And if you're voting a president in the office, so if you do agree with my analogy, and there would be people, hold on, let me, if you do, in other words, the person I'm thinking about, they would agree with that. If they didn't, I'm all right with that. I could let it go if they went, you know, if they don't think that's a good comparison. But the person I'm talking about would think that was a good comparison. They'd go, yeah, if you brought your child in 2012 to a therapist and, uh, and you tried to make him be gay and he was straight, the, the, either way, it's, it's mind-fucking, it's, it's barbaric, and it's horrible. Either way, and then you vote a president in the office that would do that. How much fu- – drive a smaller car, you fucking selfish fuck. Mm-hmm. How much money do you need? How much of a tax break do you need to vote against what you believe? I don't fucking get that. That's who you're going to put in office, someone that disagrees, someone that would take a child and bring him somewhere to fuck with his head. Now, if, it, it takes time. I, how much do you have to forgive? I get it if they're not into – if they go, well, they're not into marriage. Mm-hmm. But they don't think you should bring your child. But this guy thinks both. No marriage, and if you have a child that's gay, bring him to a therapist and fuck with his head. Yeah. And I, I also don't get people who say they want to vote for Romney because of his economic plan. Because his economic plan hasn't been shown. Like, he just says it's going to be better than Obama's. But literally, that's not a hyperbole. He literally has not disclosed this plan. But He says it all adds up. We did the math. Trust us. We're going to make it work. That that blows my fucking mind that he can run for president in this country without ever saying what he's going to do. All he's saying is, I'm going to do th- things better than this guy. I can't tell you what they are. But here's my thing, what I call to keep it clean. I've always said, let's go into it saying he does have the answers. Just to keep it clean. He does. Maybe there's a crystal ball, and he has the answers to our economical problems. Just to keep it clean. Because if we say he does and he doesn't, that opens up a whole other argument. I'm going for it. He does have them. But sometimes somebody can do something that's so bad, and I'm going to keep repeating this because I need to get it right in my head. Sometimes somebody can do something you don't agree with, but you can move past it. Sometimes they do something that's so wrong. I haven't done a lot of research on him because one thing he did, if I found out, and I'm, again, I'm going to flip it. I'm going to mi- try to clean your head and may pretend, you know, like we said on the Paul F. Tompkins show. There's a president. You found out that he brought his child. I know it sounds absurd. That's how mm. absurd it is the other way that I can't even say it this way because it sounds so fucked up. It is fucked up. So you have a president of the United States who says, yes, my child, I'm gay. I'm the president of the United States. I adopted a child. He wasn't gay. We're bringing him to therapy to make him gay. You're going to fucking vote for that person? (laughs) Now, if you don't think that's a good analogy, then you have a fucking problem because it's money fucking either way. Right. And if you're sitting there and you're going, no, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes. And that's who you vote into office. So even if he does have the economical problems, the answers to the economical problems, I can't wait till – it's like I said – do we talk about this? Like if, if there was somebody who wanted to be the captain of a ship and he goes, I got life preservers if we go down for everybody. And sure enough, the ship goes down and some people – you know, and he does have the life preservers. He wasn't lying. Mm-hmm. He does have them. And then there you are and he throws one to you and then I'd love to see that person when he goes to throw one. No, you ain't getting one. No, no, you ain't getting one. So even if he has the answers to our economical problems, which I get, he fucking doesn't. No. You can't have the answers to our economical problems unless you want to fix it for everybody. And to, to make this world a better place, you got to want to bring everybody along. Yeah. So when this person that I know, it really is affecting our friendship. 
that they can vote outside. That's to me, they're arguing with themselves that they can have their beliefs and put a president in office that would do something so barbaric to a child. Get fucking sell your house, you fucking greedy pile of fuck. How much money? You need a tax break that big? Get, get some fucking help. And my anger isn't because I want them to think my way. That's the difference, and that's why I don't think I'm being a pig. My argument isn't, I want them to think like me. I want them to agree with themselves, to have follow-through what they believe. Be consistent. Be consistent with themselves. If somebody said, yeah, I, I don't think gay people should get married, then I, I, then I, I calm just thinking of that. All right, then you're voting him in the office. But, you know, how many of a tax break do you need? I'm going to vote for Mitt Romney just because I heard everybody gets a binder full of women <laughs> if he's president. <laughs> oh, what are you going to do? So anyway, there. hey, you know, I, there is someone out there maybe. You know, it's some food for thought because I know I talked about this with even somebody else, a friend of mine. I won't mention his name. Another person we all know that said the same thing. They go, I'm not. And I know this person wasn't lying. I know they are socially forward-thinking, intelligent, open-minded and they were going to vote for him. And I even asked him. I said, Hypoth- uh, all right, we, 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 you know, yeah. let me. So, and the other thing was the, um, uh, we played the pastor. Can last, I just say one last of thing? Of course. Because it is the last episode before the election, mm-hmm. right? So if you're going to vote for Romney, go ahead and vote for Romney. But please don't lie to yourselves and to the others around you that you're doing it for economic reasons. Because you're not. Why are they then? Because the, it's either social reasons, because they don't like Barack Obama, because they're racist, because they're stupid. If anybody ever really looked at the numbers and looked at, at, at what they're offering, no really you know, smart person would go, yeah, let's go with Romney. His ambiguous Bush-like plan seems like the right decision right now. There's no plan. That's the whole thing. There is no plan. He dodges every question. And by the way, and and it's uh, by the way, and it's all bullshit ideology. It's like uh, we're not going to apologize for America. Well, what does that mean? What does that like? Is that an actionable thing? You're not going to apologize for America. That's like a thing. That's like a thing you yell at a rally. (laughs) That's not a policy that you can enforce. Somebody else got mad at me because they said, uh, and, and I love these, what I call making an argument clean. Just making it clean. Because mm-hmm. if you can make your point and not argue the middle shit, it just makes it clean. They go, well, Obama isn't that much better than him. Okay? Clean. Clean. Okay. You know what? If he's a smidget better, then I would vote for him. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there that are not thrilled with what Obama did. And still voting for him. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they thought he should do more. I get it. Those are the people I respect because they're going, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not voting for him because I th- I'm, 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 I'm very frustrated at him. I think he could have done more. But they ha- there's two choices. Now, some people don't vote for either, and I do mm-hmm. get that. I'm me learning too. to understand uh, yes, that, by the way. That. Some people say it's a wasted vote. I'm learning and educating myself yes. that, it's, that I get why they have to do, which we don't need to get into now. But it's, I get that, and I respect that, and I'm learning to understand it. Mm-hmm. But, but for the people that go, well, I, you know, I don't, I'm going to just vote for one or the other. Yeah, you try to vote for the guy that's – and like I said, you know, just on that alone, on that one thing alone, I would hope that if it was you know, years ago and I thought our president could you know, answer our economical problems but couldn't – wasn't bringing everybody afo- uh, along with it. I'd be like, no, you know, it's like, come on, we'll, come on, we're going to fix our economical problems. We'll come back and get you. 
I bet they fucking won't. Yeah. That's what, that's what it's let, all let, on. Let us go get some gas and food. We'll come back and get you. Yeah. Wait for us here. Yeah, we're going to go fix the economy. I promise. And don't be sad. And then, But we're going to come back. I swear to God, we're going to get the economy fixed. And once he fixes the economy, then we're all going to go, hey, now that you fix the economy, that's bullshit what you're doing to gay people. No. And women. I, yeah, fuck, I was just going to say, what about women? Way, he wants to take away all of our rights. That's why I was going to say fuck. You, you know, in the context I'm saying, it, fuck just talking about gay people. Every human being, you know. And I like when it hits other people. I love when it hits other people that, like, you know, he doesn't care about women. He doesn't care about this. And, but they're all right with that. And then when he says something about them, it's like, huh? The number oh, you of, didn't? Yeah. The number of, of uh, high, high-end paid CEOs under Mitt Romney in his – not CEOs, but positions – in his administrations has diminished since he took office in every position he's ever been in. He started off with more women in high-powered jobs – that he ended up with. That's a fact. But you know, I'm so not, I just want to get that out. I know, there. and I want to keep going back, and then, and then again, we'll move on. I like, you know, you give yourself a cap on this stuff. Um, again, I'm going to repeat what I said. When somebody's social beliefs are so archaic, when you have, a, when you, if you are hiring someone to be a babysitter for your children, and you find out something so barbaric right away, you don't have to do any more research. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's what I'm saying. So it's like whether all this stuff is true, some people will go, oh, well, you know, uh, the President Obama is not giving any answers either. Now, I don't want to argue, well, he's given more of answers. Let's say I agree. I go, you're right. They're both don't fucking answer questions. Mm-hmm. Just on social issues alone, I have to go for the person. And it all goes back to that big billboard I fantasize. And it's the Martin Luther King rally, all mostly black people. You see a few white people. And then you want to think, would have that been you? Of course, we'd all like to make pretend. Wouldn't that be great to think that you'd be the small minority of white people that would go down there and fight for it was fucking right, even though you could have gotten hurt? And you go, no. And you'd like to believe. I don't know that many people that would go, that wouldn't be me. I'm a chicken shit. Everybody would love to fantasize that that would be them. Well, fucking prove it now. And don't vote against your social beliefs. Have a goddamn backbone. Yes. Really quick, did you guys hear about uh, the whole FEMA thing? How months ago Romney said that he would, he would pretty much get rid of FEMA. He would stop funding the FEMA. And now with uh, the hurricane on the East Sandy. Coast, yeah, they have footage of people, of reporters asking him about that. And he just dodged the question every single time. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, oh, well, no, no, we never said that. He just went back on it completely. Albert Brooks had a funny tweet. He said, um, uh, Mitt Romney believes in FEMA only in... Uh, in case of the uh, life of the mother. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's our last thing. Well, last thing on the more serious side um, is uh, the pastor thing that we played last week. Uh huh. Um, I'll talk about. Yeah, that. yeah. The pastor thing we played I last week. I put it week. on Facebook. You by did. The way, yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. A pastor. Somebody writes. Uh, go ahead. Todd, you really missed the ball on that one. The earliest abolitionist movements in history were spearheaded by Congregationalists and Methodist churches. The Underground Railroad was kept alive in part by pastors and ministers and entire congregations who were motivated by their faith to love their fellow human being. Yes, there were Christians on the other side too, and yes, of course, those of us who aren't insane are mortified by that. Christianity is not monolithic and is not represented by 20th century, century fundamentalism. Okay, now, okay, go ahead, Daniel. Daniel. Should, yes. I, should I take this? Yes. Okay, here's the problem with this person. Here's the problem with this argument. Is you'd like to rewrite history. And I know it sucks. It sucks because you probably believe 
and it's probably your religion and you want to defend it, and that's not who you are. Maybe you would have been the one helping. But unfortunately... Let me, let me stop you right there. Well said. We are not defying that this person doesn't agree with that. We're no. talking about the numbers. Yes. Unfortunately, throughout history, the church involvement in something that's this forward thinking, that's changing our society, was, was minimal. Those were the outcasts. The overall uh, you know, hierarchy of the church supported slavery. They, they, Catholic Church turned the other way when it came to Holocaust, when it came to science, when it came to inquisitions. And by the way, when it came to witch trials, they were always on the wrong side of the issue. Yes, were there 10, 5 percent of the of the people within the church that stood up for what's right and, and, and try to pioneer the movement? Yes, of course. But now, in retrospect, you can't cling to those outcasts. To those 10% and say, see, you're wrong. Church was on the right side of the issues. You don't get to do that. Exactly. And, and you would think, I have a funny way of saying this, but you would think someone would go, why is the church always, you know, it seems like they're always forward thinkers. It's like when, when it came to this movement, they were leading it. When it came to this, they were leading it. Why, why are they always? And someone should be able to go, because it's fucking these people that have a relationship with God and they get that it's all bullshit. No wonder they're always leading everybody forward to a more open mind. But it's not the case. Right. So you think we're going to sit on the show and go, no, 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 no. We're, if, if, if I had to put money on it, were there people that were on the right side of it? Yes. But it wasn't the majority. No. And it still isn't. This is a pastor. The reason this went viral is because it's not the majority. Yes. This is why, because this is a brilliant pastor. And I don't know what, you know, and again, this is when I feel like, oh, if you're, the, the, you know, I said it off the show today, and I said, again, I said it a million times. When you're trying to, you know, hopefully spread a little tolerance and love, you can't do that when you're, you know, you're, you know, you're throffing at the mouth or frothing at the mouth. But I'm a little fucking tired. Of I have gone out of my way to say that if as, lo- as long as somebody believes in love and t- peace and tolerance, I don't I don't care what you believe in. Mm-hmm. But every time I say something like this, I get sometimes an email from a religious person. I'm like, just fucking leave me alone. Yeah, well, leave me the fuck alone because I've never you- said anything. I have t- I played that pastor. I I got a letter from someone, and there are Christian. I I don't know how to say this, but in every division. Mm-hmm. There are people, there are Christians that are, I read a letter from a Christian person that was so, the word I love, ironclad, open-minded and accepting of every human being on this planet. I read the letter. So I get that exists. Now, if they believe in a God and I don't, I don't give a fuck. You know why? Because they're not hurting anybody. And if, if, whether I believe there's a God or not doesn't matter. So I don't care if you believe there's a God but, or not. By the way, who, what's his name, the person that wrote this email? You know, you don't have to revise history. You don't have to correct us on this argument. Why don't you find the majority of the churches that are supporting gay marriage and prove us wrong? Right now. There is an issue in front of you right now. It's not slavery. It's not science. It's not... Go ahead and look at your church's position on gay marriage right now. Now, yes, there are are 10% outcasts. That, that, that there are forward thinkers, that are aware, they are enlightened, and they're trying to move on. But 
you don't get to 50 years from now go, see, the church was on the right side of the issue just because those people stood right. up. They were brilliant people. The people that belong, we're using, by the way, synagogue churches. I always say church, yeah. and I feel like we're talking about every organized group of religion. The people that are a part of those churches that are open-minded, that's why they're, they're the people that can go. Um, and by the way, even though I don't believe in a God, I can respect the fuck out of the Christian people or you know Hebrew or Jewish people that don't that don't subscribe yeah. to that type of hate, I, and then they go, I don't care. Hey, they believe in God, I don't. But you know what? While you're here on this planet, you're not hurting anybody. You're a loving person, and you know what? Organized religion is fucking itself up the ass more than anybody else could. They they do more damage to themselves than anybody else could because if they, if they were just loving and caring and they go well, that's what happens when you have a relation you how do you have a relationship with this person upstairs and then you, you're this hateful it does it goes against like someone should pull you aside and go come here if you want people to believe that you have a relationship with the guy upstairs probably be loving to everybody and people would believe it right be be loving to everybody be on the right side of history it'll make you look better. But who's going to believe that you have this great relationship with someone upstairs and then you're – but, you know, the other thing is – and again, you know, why they get so tired of when you doubt there's a God. I don't don't care. Like I think it sort of goes – and again, we'll we'll go in for the close here. The same thing with Democrats, Republicans, all that. I don't know – as long as someone's kind, I would never – find out that someone was kind and giving and loving and caring and then found out they believe in God and care. You know, I don't – hold on. I don't care. I wouldn't – I would never go, oh, my God, that person's such a good person, but I found that they believe in God. So why do you fucking care that I don't? If you're so sure there's a God, if you're so positive there's a God, what do you fucking care? What if I doubted your house you live in? Mm-hmm. What if I doubted your house? I don't believe your house. You'd be like, what? You'd back away like a memento patient because right. you're fucking positive you, you have a house. You wouldn't argue. You wouldn't argue. I doubt the car you drive. What do you care that I doubt? Because I'll tell you the difference. Even though I doubt there's a God, I still don't wish anybody harm or want to take away anybody's rights. As long as someone's here and they're loving and giving and caring, and then I found out that they believe in God, I don't believe in God, I don't care. That person that wrote me that letter that, you know, I was like, no, as long as you're kind and loving while you're here, I don't care that you believe in a God. I've met a lot of spiritual, religious enlightened people they believe in something but they don't let that encourage on other people's rights and that made me appreciate religion more on a deeper level i realized that it's not all black and white yeah you could be religious and mm-hmm. you could have a belief in a higher power but you could also be enlightened while you're here yeah and no, inclusive right it's not one or the other well it's that's you know i feel like that's echoing what i just said because it's right like if you if you're trying to get people in and 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 get your you know the the uh, people to follow what you do it's no one no one i don't know anybody that would go hey you see that group that doesn't allow this or doesn't allow that i want, I want to join that i want to be a part of that you know so you're right when somebody is Anyway, we, we I think and, and we, so, I, you know, and we believe we I believe in stuff. I believe in the comedy gods. I'm not even joking. But why is that any more, you know, ridiculous than uh, your God? Well, Mitt Romney, by the way, believes in God and he definitely thinks God is a male, you know, because he he, he can't fathom how a woman would get a position of uh, such a high power. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right by the way. Um, so there we go. There we go. That was an hour. A little over an hour. An hour. All right. So that was a lot. So we're going to take a break. What do we play? Let's let's do the trailer thing. You want to do that when we come back? Let's play the trailer. Um, We have a new game show. 
that everybody can participate in. Even the audience at home. How about if we do this to come back? um, Well, I think if we're going to... Well, hold on. This has got to be good here. Oh, I like this one. This is a new one. Do you want to hear a new one from uh, Joe? Yeah, always. Yes. They're just so great. Um, Let's do uh, that. And we'll take a break. the uh, new game show. Mm-hmm. Uh, guess what movie this is for. Do you have any music for him? Uh, that music you always play makes me laugh for some reason every time. Oh, we have a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Daniel Kino. Welcome to Trailer Trivia with me, your host, Daniel Kino. Can I tell you the truth? And I'm not, I'm not just saying I'm, this. I don't have a game show voice. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was great. Um, that um, I am going to do horrible at this game. No, I mean, you might not. Because I do horrible I and Doug loves movies. Hey, let's, let's see what happens. Okay, right. ready? Okay. okay, let's play. Okay, bring the music Trailer out, number one. As soon as you know what movie this is for, you raise your hand. Who will judge who had their hand up first? I will, because I know what they all Can are. Can I ask a okay. question? Can I ask okay. a question? Are these movies that are out in theaters now, or are they older movies, too? Uh, all over. All over. Okay. So if you know the movie, raise your hand. Chris will stop, and then we'll go from there. Hey, do you want me, when we're done this, to sing? No. <laughs> I don't know what the, what the rest of that sentence was, but the answer is no. All I heard was no, sing. That was the end. That was the end. <laughs> you were on it. No one's been on it so far. Okay. No, I don't. I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. Oh, I'll do what? it anyway. I don't okay. give a shit. Oh, You're fun. <laughs> Wait, how do you, it's like the smartest guy in the world. You know what? I'll sing it anyway. You seem like a nice guy. Yeah, but I don't want you to sing. Okay. Ah. All right, ready? Okay, let's go. Okay. Play the Trailer first number one. one. Trailer number one. It's Christmas Eve in L.A. California. Is Daddy coming home soon? Well, we'll see what Santa and Mommy can do. Oh, what's that called? A New York cop, John McLean, mm. has come to see his wife. All right. We, I saw this go up first. Uh, it's got to be Die Hard, right? Eric, next time you put your hand up, don't do this. 
Die Hard. That Chris, is correct. Chris is critiquing Eric yeah. on his hand putting. I up think things. we should like say our names or something too. Okay, just, well, no, just raise your hand up. Okay, Eric, Eric got Die Hard like first. That. All right, okay, come on, that guys. was good. That was good. Next, you know what we should do? Do this game for real. I'm not joking, mm-hmm. but I wanted to do this a long time ago. Now, look, if this if we go somewhere good, it'll be great. But mm-hmm. you just got to be gentle here. You're right. Okay. Okay. Remember on Mama's Family on Cabernet, they would play a simple game of like sorry, but then they would get vicious with it, and it always made me <laughs> laugh. Like be like, they would ring the bell at each other, sorry. Like they weren't enjoying the game. Like those characters were these just angry family members. They're playing a board game. They're yelling at each other. There's no love. They're just all like. So I always thought it'd be funny to do a twisted version of that with this game right here. You're not even listening. Oh my God! I just talked. I just. I heard you. Oh, shut up! Just because you can repeat a word or two, and he's shaking his head no, everybody. No, I don't have them titled. Oh, okay, okay, fine. All right, okay, listen. Okay, let's just play. The uh, next I was going to say we'd play this game like that, like we'd start getting angrier to each other, like and start getting more vicious, like with this. So we'll try it. If it works, it works. Okay, next. All right. So that we've been doing an hour and ten minutes. All right, we're going to do a two-hour show. Okay. We'll still be up. We'll here. I can feel it. Meatballs. <laughs> Todd, that's not right. No, 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 no. I wanted to know if we can get some meatballs. <laughs> <You're> starving. <laughs> All right. See, it's fun already. Uh, you search for the scent of your prey, and then you hunt them down. That's the only thing you're committed to. That keeps me sharp on the edge where I gotta be. Well, Daniel, are you, are you gonna... Star Wars. I don't know. You want to be making moves on the street. Allow nothing to be in your life that you cannot walk out on in 30... 30- Katie's got one. Katie had her hand up first. Katie? Katie, I you... Don't know no, Eric? Oh, wait, what made her lie? Well, <laughs> I know what movie it is, just not the name of it. The one with De Niro and... Heat? Oh, you know, right? Heat. I was going to say Heat, and then yeah. I wasn't sure if that was it. That was heat. Okay. That was heat. Okay. Oh, that was fast. Can I? Is this a joke to a game that I couldn't talk, so I'd shut up for a while? No. That's gonna, that's gonna be no movies listen, you can recognize. No. Listen. I'm. Okay. I doubted myself. Super Troopers. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Go. Go. I don't suppose they uh, told you anything in Denver about the tragedy we had up here during the winter of 1970. Well, a man named Charles Grady is the winter caretaker. He came up here with his wife. Oh, oh, oh. the shining. The shining. Yes, I knew Steve. it. I knew Steve it. Nailed it with Can the I tell shining. You, I think me and him knew it. Be- All of our faces when he said Grady. Okay. We're like, <laughs> Here's the thing, and I think Steve would agree. I think me and him thought about it at the same exact time. He just said it a little quicker. That means, <laughs> that means he's the winner. <laughs> That's how. It no, works. no, I know, I know, I get that. I'm just, you know, just pointing at it. Todd, you, Todd, you gave it to him. We can just. Uh, <laughs> All right, come on now. Okay, next. Oh my God, Doug Benson called you and told you to do this game. (laughs) Great. It's the opening to the uh, side splitters in mini. Bei dem Unfall davor. Ja. Da ist jemand verletzt worden. Ach ja? Eine Frau, sie ist tot. Oh mein Gott. Kannst du sie sehen? Ja. Is, is this a fake one? Is this supposed to be in German? Oh, Jesus Christ. We're both like, what is... Daniel, that's not... Shut it off. That's is not that nice. supposed to be in German? Yes. Yeah. We were listening and listening. <laughs> Daniel realized these motherfuckers don't know it's German. And he's right. Daniel, that one probably should have gone last. Do you have that one in English? Yeah, I don't know which one it is, though. Okay. How many more do you have? 
I would get a bunch. Hey, by the way, listen. This is fun this entertainment. Like, is fun. I like this. Okay, uh, next one. So you're me in 30 years. Looper. Todd, you saw it. What is it? Looper. Looper. I didn't see it. I know, but I remember oh, the Doug Benson. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that is. That is the funniest uh, fucking thing. Go full circle. I know, right? Katie was right on top of it, though. Wow. I like just saw it. Okay. <laughs> That's like Pat. Picture if you went to the Doug Benson show, then you went to my show, and then you're here. Yeah. You see this whole thing come full circle. Okay, next. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, accident there. Yeah. Someone got hurt. They did? A lady. She broke her neck. Six cents? Yeah. Fucking Katie yeah. nailed it. Yeah. Jesus. What's the score? I do not. <laughs> yeah, what is the score? You're two, you're winning. I'm Can I tell you the only reason I like this There's only one reason I like this game. What? There's only one reason I like this game. What is it? Because I know not liking it is still funny. <laughs> you don't have two. Do you? Yeah. You get, you get what I'm uh, saying? Oh, it's, Die Hard and... It's oh, yeah, two, one, three. Okay. We played six rounds, so yeah, that's right. Hey, if, if, if the winner if the winner wins... The I winner guess the, wins. I mean, if the winner will win. Uh, if I'm the winner, I'll take everybody to dinner. <laughs> Wait a second. No. You'll lose either way. Okay, go ahead. So go ahead. Go. Next one. Let me tell you about my client, Michael Dorsey. Super Troopers. a fine actor. <laughs> you lip Super Troopers to me. <laughs> Oh, my God. You tried to trick me. That's right. It's on the air, and you know it. Maybe a great actor. But for every role he wanted, there was a reason why he wasn't right. Sorry, you're too tall. I can be shorter. No, I can't use you. Too short. Oh, I can be taller. Too moody. Next. Too old. Too stubborn. I like Too much trouble. Too tough. Too temperamental. Too pushy. Too difficult. Michael. Oscar winning movie. We'll hire you. Tootsie. Todd Glass, everybody. Todd Glass, everybody. Thank you very much. I just wanted to talk to everybody. Just this, this, this winning this means the world to me, and I want to thank my manager Alex Murray who got me this podcast, and <laughs> it was uh, truly an honor. It was, a, it was an honor. I couldn't believe it. You should have seen the look on my face. I'm here tonight with my mother and my grandmother. <laughs> we and, love you, Todd. And uh, all right, that's it. So anyway, uh, back to the game. All right, see if you can get more. That was the last one. Listen, I mean, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I shouldn't shush anybody. Uh, okay, that was the last one then. Can I tell you something? I that like was that a game. lot of fun. We'll do it again. Yes? Yeah. We'll do it again. We'll have you back on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I try to make it like I'm a big shot. <laughs> See how much fun we're having now? You take the journey with us. You, 25 minutes ago, people are probably thinking, how's this show going to be any fun? Then look what we do, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. That's right. Let me tell you, sometimes I'm right and sometimes I'm wrong. I'm not going to lie, but I will tell you this. Sometimes I'm right. <laughs> sometimes other people make mistakes, you know. So that's all I'm saying, you know. I'm just saying. 
I mean, the guy admitted it. It takes a big man. That's why Jared, 1987, he's smart. Think about it. There's no way that he could have written this email. He's a, he's a smart guy. We just got off on a bad path, but our hearts were in the right place. I mean, he was in a bad place. He even says it. in a bad way and I took he took it out on me on you. I mean this is you know you are right. it's your show. anyway that was a lot of fun Daniel we're going to do the headset game tonight you know what I was thinking about <laughs> I'm thinking about a lot I wish someone would stop me uh I was thinking about the Titanic, the ridiculousness. Can I? Can you the give me a bottle of water? Glass show, the talk glass show. It's the it's better with the talk glass show. It's the podcast you'll ever know. Everything is better on the talk glass show. Don't you feel it? I wouldn't play the song if I didn't believe it. I do believe it. Talk glass show, the talk glass show. Everything's better on the talk glass show. It's the best podcast you'll ever know. Everything. Everything is better with the Todd Glass Show. You were thinking about the Titanic, the movie, or the actual event? I was thinking about the actual movie. <laughs> <laughs> I flipped it on you. No. I was thinking about... Hello, Lexi. Um, I was thinking about if the movie was true about... I don't know what made me think about it when they made them play the violin right to the very end. Do you have any well, violin They didn't music? make them, yeah. but, but they agreed to, yeah. That was like their gesture. Oh, I thought... It, you sure? Mm-hmm. Because I, I really... I, I, to George Carlin, I was thinking like... Well, first of all, first thing I thought was maybe it was just in the movie. That's not true. But somehow some, something said to me... I, it, that probably did happen. You think some events coordinator came and out that's and goes, what, you're not getting lifeboats. <laughs> you were paid for the full week. Yes. That's what I swear to God. Like, I do, you'll play. And they're like, they can't say to their boss, fuck you. You know, yeah. it's like, he like, wants no, us to play. We already ch- send your agent a check. Yeah. You keep playing. Somehow people think when they're plumbing into the water that violin music says everything's all right. I pause it out. Fade it out. I hate when I say pause it out. I really do. Um, we have a new segment on the show. What is going on? The light keeps going on and off. That's okay. You know what else keeps going on and off? Other stuff that goes on and off. Um, <laughs> come on. You know what? Play that music all you want. People say, why? People sometimes say, why does he play that music during stuff? I, go, I can't stop him. Meanwhile, it's people- more true than people know. <laughs> no. Well, it is, that's, I'm glad you said that because you're right. Sometimes it's me doing it to yes. him. But you've been in here when I'm trying to, like now. Yes. <laughs> I know what he's doing. But it's not going to bother me. <laughs> that was good. Chris, don't Chris, stop, Chris. That was your best work ever. <laughs> oh my god! He's on a fucking roll. Okay, so All the right. Titanic, there's that. Okay, okay so we wanna do um the okay, I thought of I I thought about something that you said at the live show, and then, and then we're going to have the cat sing All in the Family for Rick. And then we go to a new segment called, it's a segment, it's called, um, you know, What Did Andrew Do? 
<laughs> <You know? laughs> so, so that's coming up in the three o'clock hour. Um, I so, can't wait for this. Yeah, one. yeah. Well, it's it's that's why you do it that way. I know it's best for last. <laughs> you know, and then I, you know, and then I rant for an hour before. Why am I talking in a different tone? <clears throat> so anyway, I got a tattoo. I didn't even talk about that. You did get a tattoo. It looks cool. I got half of an arm sleeve, and I'm, I got a half halfway more to go. I like it. It's yeah. exactly what I wanted. And on a scale from one to ten, seriously, and I know there's other areas that hurt more. See, I always think of the listener. All I have to be is one of these morning guys. I got a tattoo. It didn't hurt at all. And then I realize, and then, but then you get it in another place, and you're like, that's what they're. So I get it in different areas. It hurts more than others. But on, a, on the top of my arm, on a scale from one to ten, ten being the worst, it was a three. It was like mildly annoying. As Did I was, you take a Vicodin before nope, you went in? I didn't. Nothing. Nothing. Good for you. Um, Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, is your wife still fucking everybody? Yeah. What would you say then? What, I th- oh, I'm sorry. I thought you knew it. No, I only said I, it. I thought you knew it. I thought I would have never said it if I didn't think you knew it. Um, okay. So, what are we talking about? Th- this area. I mean, it's really cool. And yes, that would probably probably be the least painful area. Now, yeah. I don't want to, you know, discount no, no, your no. bravery. All right. Listen. Thank you. The last thing you should do is discount my bravery. <laughs> I want full price for my bravery. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, so what were we going to just do? Wait a minute. Katie, we should call his family the jump. fucked up family. Okay. Okay, you ready? What were we just talking about? <laughs> I was asking him to get something ready. The parrot. The parrot. Okay, here okay. we go. All right. And then the cat. Oh, we got so much. But we got a, we got a definite path. Are you recording? Yeah. Oh, you are? Yeah. All that time? Yeah. I don't stop. Katie's so secretive over there. I never know what she's doing. I'm um, releasing them all as B-sides next year. <laughs> <laughs> um, are we on the air? Hey. We're on the air right now? Yes. Okay. Uh, so anyway, um, so the parrot, Yeah. you know, had that joke. Which I thought it was... You know when you have a joke, you think someone's had to say this. It's silly, but it just seems like it would have been said before. And it probably has been, but now that I think about it. But anyway... You don't love that parrot yeah. joke. Oh, no. You I'll tell you why it works right? now. I'll tell you how it works now. Oh, I was so, going to so, make another attempt to, to take no, it from you. It's been working. I'll tell you how. Because I love telling that story. You know why? Tell the story about my aunt that said, you know, she believes the bird's thirsty. So anyway, later I'd say I taught my bird how to say, help me, he fucks me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know it's silly, but help, he fucks me, help, help, he fucks me, he really fucks me, you know. And then uh, I come into the room and, you know, I always act like people maybe didn't hear it. And I look at the bird like, shut up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I said, well, okay, I do that thing. I go, here's the weird part about that. I go, you could teach your bird to say it. Like I said, you know, I explained, you know, how a lot of my jokes mm-hmm. are just what ifs. You could teach your bird to say that. Mm-hmm. So. You know, that means my aunt would call uh, 911 because someone's trying to... Yeah, remember, I said that on the podcast. Yeah, I know. I I just said, I took it from you. It didn't get a big laugh. It's been getting a big laugh. It's like, you know, it's like... uh, Hello, 911. My my aunt, can you picture my aunt? Hello, 911. Yes, there's a bird, and I don't know if I should call bird services or not, but it's being (laughs) fucked by the owner. Bird services. (laughs) Ma'am, this is is 911. How can we help you? (laughs) There's a bird... Been what if she's calling what? bird services? Yeah, that's what I yeah, mean. Call me, call me up. I'll do bird services. Oh, is this bird services? Yeah, this is bird services. How can we help oh you? Oh, my God. I have a bird. I'm staying with friends of mine. Okay, great. What kind and of a bird is it? This is, I don't know what type of bird it is. Okay. Can, you can hear it in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chris. But, but I'm not joking around. Yeah? Uh, this bird is being fucked by the owner. 
Okay, ma'am, I really can't help you until I know what kind of bird it is. It's a cockatoo. Okay, let me transfer you into a cockatoo to Pondering. Hello, child. Hello, bird, sir. Hello, cockatoo department. Yes, I have a cockatoo here, and it's being fucked by the owner. Oh, Ask no. Why, how do you know? How do you know? Well, why would it lie? <laughs> <laughs> the bird told you. What's this, Chris? Just because you find a sound effect doesn't mean the plane. All right, so what's... So, okay, st- stop all the, the sounds. Uh, you, you, you either hit it out of the park or you got nervous. and you Because I told him have soundboards ready. Have you guys done any work for those soundboards? This is a soundboard with just sound effects on. You know what? I like it. Uh, Give me one I need. Okay. Uh, That's all you do. I like that. You're fun. I like what you did tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even go... Luckily, it, may, it works because it's so bad that it's funny. <laughs> I mean, at least for me, I think it is. You know how most morning most morning shows they have guys that drop an apropos jingles. Chris is like, "Well, I was near it with the mouse. <laughs> I figured I'd, I'd play you some." I know you guys were doing a bit about someone buying furniture at a store. I thought it was funny to play heavy wind blowing. Maybe it could be like a furniture store with the in the, with the, with the, in the windy area, <laughs> windy furniture store. So anyway, yeah. So anyway, that's all I wanted to say. You know, by the, by the way, I thought about something. I'm not going to go off. Don't worry, but um, I, I'm not going to go like crazy or anything. I'll keep this so short. I promise I will keep this short. But like, I, I went. To, I understand people that don't declaw cats. Mm-hmm. Even though at first I went to say like, I know my mom is smart and loves animals, and we declawed our cats. So my when I first heard that, I don't even care if you play this. So I'm going to finish this thought. Okay. So, but just because my parents did it doesn't mean it's right. Like it is a sort of a weird act. Like to go, well, I want a cat, but I don't want to the scratch. Oh, then you don't get a cat. I don't want the no. cat experience. Yeah. So I take the claw out of the cat. Like yeah. And the same thing with cutting wings of the bird. Like I, my parents have a bird, and I'm, they're good to it, and they love it. And it's out of the cage 75% of the time. But yet, you're cutting a bird's wing. It's like Brian Regan said. It was given the, I was given the gift of flight. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to just go, no, but I want you cut, cut. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I anyway. think, I think, and look, I know you're a pet owner, and I'm kind of a pet owner. You know, there's a dog. Right, come on, touch the music off. You're being childish. There is a dog. Hey, Todd, while you're at it, why don't in, you just bring up the dirty blankets In the house again? where I live, there's a dog, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we share it, and but here's the only difference is if I open the doors, mm-hmm. all of them, the dog won't run away. The dog will stay. It'll come out. It'll snoop around. What is your point? Back. My point is is if you open all the windows and you give your pet an option to leave right. and it leaves, that's what it wanted to do. Right. Now, in all fairness, please, you can't let a bird out because at that point it would die. So at that point, you know, but I get, it makes it means, their own choices. It means you shouldn't have them. No. Bird. Who like? What would you want to? Well, they are. Bird. Hey, by the way, it does, I don't. I don't think that's the question. I don't think <laughs> because I would want to have a bird. Why? But I wouldn't because now the way I'm looking at it, because they can be fun. Like I get at people that have parrots and they're very affectionate. They get. They definitely know their owners, especially when they're hand raised from little babies. But by the way, that doesn't make it right just because I can understand why someone would want to do it. So I'm not sitting here going, "Who would want a parrot?" I get it. It could be at a really with, cool animal it, it, to have. At least, at, least, at least with a dog, like I could cuddle with my dog. I, I can walk her. We can wrestle. It's, it's not. Like, it's a companionship. By the way, with a parrot, it's it's a thing in the cage that I walk by twice a well, day. I'm like, hey. Some people don't keep it in a cage. I guess I'm trying to defend the good parrot people out there. Oh. 
You know, we yeah. have the Good Parrot Society. Well, you know, you there's someone, that listen, someone that's listening to the show that has a parrot. I don't want him to think, like, you know. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's move on. Okay. So first, there we go. Okay. Let's go over to a new segment. It's called Asked uh, Eric something. What's new with Andrew? What's new with Andrew? And now, a new segment on the show starring Eric Olson. And what's new with Andrew <laughs> slash sensitive. Right. Okay, so please okay. come to the mic. Eric. Oh, wow. Okay, by the way, I hate to ask you what's new with him and then make drudge up an old story, but if you'd be so gracious uh, while you're our guest, could you do another version of you telling Andrew that cows graze? Like, I love the way you say it. Like, you go, he goes, I graze, because if you graze, how could you gain weight? And then right. what do you say? Yeah, well, cows graze, Andrew. <laughs> big, fat, fucking cows. Big, 1,500, fat, fucking cows graze. <laughs> so how big are these cows? I want you to go. Oh, fucking fifteen, sixteen hundred pound big and they fat graze. giant mother. And they graze fucking, all day. That's all they do is that's graze. That's what they they don't have a huge breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I ate too much of breakfast. I'm gonna have a light lunch. No, they, they graze. graze. They fucking graze. All right. Is there anything uh, else? What's new? new? Um, do you want to do your song? No, what's new with Andrew? Oh, what's new with Andrew? I'm sorry. Thank you. I finally got him to stop jump roping in the house. (laughs) What is that like? Well, I couldn't understand. I I have a question. Like, this is an exercise he would do. How many jump ropes are we talking? Like, how how long would this go on for? Enough to make me say, "Hey, could you stop fucking (laughs) jump roping in the house?" He plays that music. Will he jump ropes? (laughs) Yes. All right, wait. Listen, I don't want to be. The, I don't want to be the type of show where we pit you guys against each other. So let me say this. Now, you obviously, uh, you know, as friends, as a full grown adult, you really you have an affection for Eric. You love Eric as a friend, right? Andrew, yeah, Andrew, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, and Chris. Because let me tell you something. You and Chris, it's like <laughs> I fucking love it. But it is like watching you and Chris. But you're both old enough to go. Yeah, you're you're sensible enough. You obviously like hanging out. It's fun. You both laugh at the same shit. To watch you two, it's like I'm. It's like non-stop just like bickering and it's funny to watch for me does that make any sense it does make it's true sense. It's, it's and then it's like and then it, it when you know and then you go sundays what are tell everybody what sundays are for oh, oh we compliment each other on sundays <laughs> to make up for the rest of the week chris you look nice <laughs> we just text each other compliments it's compliments <laughs> but the rest of the week fuck them uh, compliments sundays all right listen we're going home um, oh, all, uh, and the cat. <laughs> Wait, that can I tell the, you one you, more? I realized I didn't have to convince him to stop jump roping in the house because he was going to do that anyway. He was giving exercise a try. <laughs> it's not like he, he wakes up and goes <laughs> to the gym every day. Why did I even fight well, him? Well, he's trying. At least I'm. Now, a new segment on the exercise show. a try. <laughs> do you want to do the thing with the headsets? Yeah. Did you have your song ready? Yeah. Where is it? Where's your radio? Where's your music? I've got it. Don't tell me what. Okay. Okay. Don't tell anybody what it is. Uh, hey, uh, Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. He's gonna do a song with the headsets. Okay. 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 okay go ahead. Ready? Wait. Wait. You have yeah, yeah. 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 He's got them. Okay. Only he can hear the music. What is right. he listening to? Lead in I've ever heard. 
Is there music coming? Are you... oh. Tequila! <laughs> 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 I knew what he was gonna do, and it still made me laugh. He told me like a week I ago. You, I hope people got that. <laughs> well, just that would be the worst song to pick for this game, you know? If like, I, oh, by the way, he's still listening. Tequila. To <laughs> okay, there we go. All right. We're, we're going right there. We're going in for the descent. I like to get people... How long has it been so far, Katie? Tequila! <laughs> how long? Like 140, 140-ish. We're going right in, just like two Over. hours, just like I said. Now, what about all that stuff we... T- oh, never mind. No, that's, that's, that's minusing like, our breaks. Okay. Yeah. Tequila! <laughs> Funny. It's Funny until somebody gets hurt. Um... Some people listen Tequila. to Some people. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. It's Todd Glass in the morning. You're listening to the new Todd Glass Morning Show. Good morning. I hope you're feeling fine. The sun is just above the hill. Another day for us to fill with all the things we love to do. Oh, can't you hear? It's calling you. Wait, does Eric know we're on to the next bit? No, Is he still listening to the song? How many? I don't think the song says it that many times. The Todd Glass Show, ladies and gentlemen, sweeping the nation. It's embarrassing for these other podcasts. They're getting embarrassed. I see when I see some of the other podcast people out, they get nervous around me. They're like, there's a new podcast in town. There's a new podcast kid in town. (laughs) Is he serious? I don't know when Todd says that. Do you think he's serious? How serious is he when he says that? There could be someone out there saying that like that. When Todd says that, is he serious, you think? Todd, let me ask you a question. Oh, is this going to be serious and deep? Are you playing anywhere New Year's? Yes. You are? I'm with Louis C.K. Oh. Uh, you are? Where are you guys yeah, playing? In, in Baltimore. Somewhere in Baltimore. Oh. I'll Relax, be- Baltimore. That's right. I'm coming your way, motherfuckers. I'll be in Milwaukee on New Year's Eve at the Comedy Cafe. You, oh, yeah, well, people go out and see Daniel. Yeah, so if you are out there, because I just asked for a ridiculous amount of money, so I could really sell some tickets. You know what else you could do? You could sell some merch. <laughs> mm. No, I like your stuff. Um, okay, so we are the parrot thing. Oh, uh, by the way, Glad Miller, uh, someone said that we should do it as a cat. Who said that? You know, I'm glad you asked. Hold on, you're not even making any sense. <laughs> Do you have the cat? No, but well, where is it? <laughs> this seems very professional. What if it's somebody? No, no, no. Let's just do it. Let's just try doing it. I didn't fuck up. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. I'll try. Someone said that I should sing this as a cat. Rick Bernard. Rick Bernard. Yeah, Frederick Bernard. Okay, how do you know? Well, it's right there on your notes. <laughs> 
Well, we don't have to be rude about it. <laughs> From Television City in Hollywood. That was enough. Do you think it was enough? I think we got the gist of it. <laughs> I think we get we get where that bit was going. I still like that we did it. Uh, yeah. Somebody, some listener. Well, do you know? He's going to be disappointed. I, I think you're going to be disappointed. What do you? What is that? Well, Chad Denick, funny comedian, friend of the show, uh, uh, wrote a funny tweet that we wanted to mention. He said. I just realized voting for same-sex marriage is voting to legalize civil rights. Holy shit, dude. That's a good, that's, that's a clean thought. Mm-hmm. Enough with your gay agenda. <laughs> Hi, I've got a gay agenda. All right, listen. Uh, you know, I, I told uh, Jeff Tate the other day, he goes, he, I said, uh, I have to leave at 4.30. He goes, that's when a Chinese man goes to the dentist. I said, that's 2.30. Mm-hmm. He goes, yeah, but he lives in uh, Minneapolis, so there's a two-hour time difference. So it's 4.30 to him. <laughs> is, that true? is that that? Yes. <laughs> How funny is that? <laughs> that's why I hang out with these people. Um, well, everybody. Come on, stop. We have serious business to get to. K-Earth 101 wants you to get the best seats in the house for Fantasy Fest, the concert that never was. They are available right now. For $29.50, join us. You'll see tribute bands of the Beatles, the Stones, Jim Morrison and the Doors, Neil Diamond and Michael Jackson. This guy's got a voice to die for. It's Amphitheater. It's going to be This guy has what a voice. He could fuck this voice. We got a little sample of what it's going to be like. Don't forget, get your tickets today. That's right, everybody. Fade it out. I love those jingles they play. Play more. From the entertainment capital of the world, <laughs> it's a Fantasy Fest warm-up weekend. Double plays of music from the artists whose music will be celebrated at the concert right. that never right. was. And then why have it? And I am Skywalker on a Fantasy Fest warm-up weekend with music that's going to be played. Hey, everybody, it's Todd Glass. That's right. right. Pause it out. Fade it out. Fade it out. God damn it. All right, what are we going to close with? Um, I think we do. You want me to do 10 minutes? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everybody. Each week we meet you guys here and we have a special night. Tonight was no different. Uh, We took a journey. Talked about some social issues. We yucked it up. Steve Finearts came by. And my wacky friend Lexi came by for 20 minutes as normal. Yeah, where did Lexi go? Who cares? She just left. She's fucking out of her mind. She stops in, takes three pictures, and leaves. But we had a good time. You know what? Oh, where's that song? Uh, <laughs> I'm all over the place. A song that I could sing. Um... Uh, I think I could do this song. Al Oliver. He always sends fun songs. <laughs> We're good. Let me hear that. Give me some echo, baby. I'm going to start acting more cool. Give me some echo, motherfucker. 
I'm talking to you. And that's right. I was in the right place, but it was the wrong time. I was in the right church, but I was in the wrong God. I had the right echo, but it wasn't the wrong song. I've been in the right place. Can you tell the difference? In the wrong time. Seriously. No. Okay, is there a difference? Start it over again. Start it over. Start it over. See if you can tell the difference. I'm not joking. Here we go. And when he comes in, I bet you can't hear the difference. Obviously you can. That's the joke. And it's right. Ah. 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 Oh. Nah. Come on already. Oh, I was in the right place. I was in the wrong pound. I was in the right church. The right place, but it must have been the wrong time. I was in the right thing, but it must have been the wrong time. that sounds really good. Thank you. Is this wrong to do to people? Can you turn it off? Maybe I should play with some voice things over here. Hello? Hello? Hello, it's Jay Leno. Jay, Mr. Leno, are you still in our vent? It doesn't sound like he's in the vent anymore. It sounds like he's somewhere else. Jay, where are you now? I'm not. I gotta be honest with you, I'm not in the vent anymore. Is he in the bathroom? No. It sounds like you're in the bathroom. I am. What are you uh, doing? I love this NBC money. I just splash it in my face. This is the first toilet ever invented. <laughs> All right, shut it off. <laughs> All right, here's what we're going to do. Um, okay, so what is he saying? Oh, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and do this last thing, and we're done. Yeah, let's change things around a little for no reason. What's the matter? See, my show's fun. Yeah, shut up, your face. All right, fade it out. Fade it out. Fade it out? Yeah, I said that, right? Okay, well, I'm going to tell you the truth right now, everybody. I'm going to be honest with you. We, this has never happened in the history of the show. But uh, we don't have a closer. <laughs> what? Yes. No. Oh my God! Better not let I mean, Chris George, Hardwick know about this. To, to George Carlin, I'm being honest. Now I, I might be be comedically dealing with it, but I don't know what to do to close. Do you have any ideas? Seriously, what if I just said, Daniel, uh, you, you know, wrap it up? Okay, I will be in uh, Comedy Cafe in Milwaukee. No, 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 no. Where are um, you going to be? Comedy Cafe in Milwaukee. For New Year's and the the weekend right after Christmas, so if you listen if you listen to the podcast and you know you think I'm funny at parties and places, come out. What are you trying to do? Kill people with this story? I know. I'm sorry. I'm horrible like, at promoting myself. Well, then get better at it before you do it. <laughs> I will be. At- I said we don't have a closer. <laughs> what did you think I wanted to do? Close it by grinding us into the boredom that people would pass out and forget we didn't have a closer? Uh, <laughs> I told you we don't have a closer. I was being like I said to George Carlin, which means I what do you need what do you need over here? I just realized we didn't play a song that the fan requested. What is this song that he wanted? Steve Cassette Steve Oh well Someone to care 
my God, this, this is what we are. This is the relationship we have with our audience. You know what I just realized? Someone to kiss. That's right. Someone to miss. With your way to hear from each day. To be loved. To be loved. We have nothing to worry about, guys. I, 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 I know. I mean, I, I knew we didn't have a closer, but put some reverb in my voice, and of course I'm going to do my magic. Mm-hmm. Already things sound better. Listen. Things are going to be okay. Oh. That's right. Just when you thought I didn't have a closer, I know what I'm doing. I'll bring it home. I mean, guys, we've always been there for each other. I mean, you know we're going to get out of this. Thank you, Todd. Did, oh, by the way, hold on. Turn my echo off. Turn my... Hello? Okay. I'm going to... This, I, we are leaving in. Do you realize you took none of my goddamn direction? I, I didn't realize you were giving yeah, me any. When we were off the air, and we have this all recorded because we were going to leave it, but you guys... I was saying, here's the thing. We're going to come back, and I'm going to play this song. Am I right? And I said, we're all going to be motivated. We're going to be like, we'll come up with it. We're always there for each other. I said, we go in circles. We just overly compliment each other. Like, that's right. When we're a family, we're a family that's strong. You said this? Yes. (laughs) Don't we have it all recorded, Katie? Yeah, it's recording everything. And then I come in and I do all that. And you guys go, thanks. And sit there like lumps of mud. I missed all of that. I have every right to. What? I was in the restroom at the time. But, okay, so I, what about you, Steve Fine Arts? I got no excuse. Well, you know what? You really ah. don't have the pressure on you. I blame mostly on Daniel and Chris. I wasn't paying I attention. I Mike. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. We'll go with you. <laughs> it's going to suck now. No, won't, Todd. You really mean it? You are the best. No, no, no. Stop. The director stops you. Okay, oh, I love this game. I love closing the show like this. He comes over and he goes, hey, listen, it's all right. You sound a little bit like uh, you're, you're doing a parody of it. You guys oh, I'm are, sorry. Oh, it's okay, it's okay. You probably got caught in a line read. Yeah. You're like, can I, can I show you what you're doing? You're sure. going, oh, Todd, you're the best. Like, it's oh, like, it's you want to be like, Todd, you want it to be like you mean it. Like, it would inspire yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, like I'm in the moment. It's silly, but wait, which way but are you taking real. I take that you just decided to take this to the guy who doesn't listen to me. I no, no, I do. I'm, I'm like try, the guy you, trying to understand. Okay, but are you going to let it affect you in of your course. outcome of your work? Yes. To George Carlin? Yes. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, so, so anyway, here we go again. So play the music. Guys, are you serious? You think the closer's going to be as good as you thought? Absolutely, Todd. God. You know, you guys are like family to me. You always have the best songs. Are you just saying that, Eric? No, we love your singing. You know, maybe we won't have an ending. Maybe we'll just think it's okay sometimes not to have an ending. But Todd, this is a glorious ending. I know what you mean and stuff, but I just feel like you know what I mean when it's just like an ending where we're all laughing and we just can't laugh anymore and it's a great time to end. We don't have that. Oh, Todd, this is so much better than that. This is 
wanted something special. That's what I thought. Anybody can just laugh, but to have this is like we're all nervous together. It's like camping. Todd, you're bringing it home. Why don't you talk closer to the mic? <laughs> I don't know. You gotta hear yourself in the goddamn headsets. I hear myself. You're swell, Todd. Get a Now leaving Nerdist.com.